For a toy shop that delights in simple times of yesterday, come and embrace your inner child at our pastimes, 296 Raymond Street in Sale, where you'll find toys, games and puzzles for all ages from 0 to 99. A great range of products available to take a step back from the technological era we're all getting ourselves into and enjoy the wide range of toys, games and puzzles that are hands-on and encourage quality family time. With products such as wooden toys for babies and toddlers, educational toys for school age such as science, numeracy, literacy and STEAM models, construction kits and blocks to build with, creative and imaginative products, jigsaws, logical puzzles and games and lots more. Plus, for the adult children, check the Yu-Gi-Oh's range and wide range of board games and puzzles. Open from 9.30am to 4.30pm Monday to Friday and 9am to 12pm Saturday. Make sure you call in and speak to Maxine. Make sure you search and like for Our Pastimes on Facebook. Our Pastimes, sponsors of Gibson Showcase Podcast. And with Christmas uh, just over four weeks away, Maxine is open Sundays from 10 till 2, 10am to 2pm, located there in Raymond Street in Sale. And um, yeah, if you so an extra opportunity to get your Christmas shopping done. And once again, search for Our Pastimes on on uh, Facebook and uh, also via the website or already mentioned in this in this uh, sponsorship announcement and you can contact her via the uh, via the uh, via the contact details already mentioned as also and uh, yeah unfortunately it is due to health uh, health uh, directives that only fully vaccinated people can enter her store don't take it out of Maxine take this don't take it out of Maxine it's not her fault she's only um, complying to state government regulations but she can still offer click and collect and once again if you contact her for click and collect see something you like on the Our Pastimes website or on the Facebook page you want to get it? She can sort of click, click and collect if you aren't fully vaccinated. And uh, once again, I said, don't take it out of Maxine about this requirement to be fully vaxxed. It's uh, not her fault. It's a it is state government um, compliance for a lot of areas now. Once again, our pastimes sponsor a Gibson Showcase podcast. For over three generations, Gibson Funeral Services has been providing caring and personalised funeral services to the local community. At Gibson Funeral Services, they celebrate life in a subtle and meaningful way, while ensuring your every need is carefully tended to, without fuss, without intrusion. Their goal is to provide an experience that goes way beyond your expectations. Their hope is that their service will be so seamless and refined that you don't even know they are there, allowing you to focus more on celebrating the life of your loved one. At Gibson Funeral Services, they aim to provide the finest funeral available, delivering their services efficiently with the utmost respect and compassion. Inquire today for 1300 386 375. Gippsland Funeral Services, quietly caring. Sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. Thank you very much to all the wonderful sponsors I have for Gippsland Showcase Podcast. And a reminder, if you own a business or know someone who owns a business and would like to consider becoming a sponsor for Gippsland Showcase Podcast for a very affordable rate and a good way to receive that extra little bit of promotion for your business, you can get in touch with me via the email, Gippsland Showcase Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. 
That's Gippsland Showcase Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Or give me a call on 0412-129-146. G'day, I'm Alan Gray, and this is Gippsland Showcase Podcast, a weekly podcast showcasing the wonderful region of Gippsland with events, places of interest, peoples of interest, plus news happening around the area, all situated here in the southeastern part of Victoria, from the north of the region to the south of the region. From the east of the region to the west of the region. It's Friday the 26th of November 2021. Let's check your weather and first of all there are warnings around and the festival to win warning summary issued at 10am today Friday the 26th of November. And it's for the period until midnight, Saturday the 27th of November. First of all to today, Friday the 26th, and a strong wind warning for the Gippsland Lakes, Gippsland, Gippsland, Central Gippsland Coast and East Gippsland Coast. And for tomorrow, for Saturday the 27th of November, a strong wind warning for the Central Coast, Central Gippsland Coast and East Gippsland Coast. And next wind warning summary will be issued by 4.40pm today, Friday, Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And there is a severe weather warning for damaging winds for people in parts of central East Gippsland, South and uh, Western South Gippsland. Issued at 11.04am today, Friday 26th November, for strong and gusty south to south easterly winds. And the weather situation is as follows. A low pressure system over New South Wales will move towards the Tasman Sea today as a ridge of high pressure strengthens to the south of Victoria. Damaging south-southeasterly winds averaging 50 to 60 kilometres per hour with peak gusts of around 90 kilometres an hour are expected to cross the Grampians, the central ranges and eastern ranges. Peak gusts of 100 kilometres an hour are expected about the Alpine peaks. The risk of damaging winds will contract to eastern parts for the following for the for parts of the warning area later this afternoon before redeveloping across the entire warning area again early Saturday morning, then easing below warning thresholds later Saturday morning. Locations which may be affected include Mount Buller, Mount Hotham and Falls Creek. The strongest gusts recorded since uh, since midnight has been 91 kilometres per hour at Mount William at 1:49 a.m. The state emergency service advises that people should, if driving conditions are dangerous, safely pull over away from trees, drains, low-lying areas, and flood water. Avoid travel if possible. Stay safe by avoiding dangerous hazards such as flood water, mud, debris, damaged roads, and fallen trees. Be aware heat fire or recent storms may make trees unstable and more likely to fall when it's windy or wet. Check that loose items such as outdoor settings, umbrellas and trampolines are safely secured. Move vehicles under cover or away from trees. Stay indoors away from windows. If outdoors, move to a safe place outdoors. Stay away from trees, drains, gutters, creeks and waterways. Stay away from fallen power lines. Always assume they are live. Be aware that in fire affected areas, rainfall runoff waterways into waterways may contain debris such as ash, soil, trees and, he- and rocks. Heavy rainfall may also increase the potential for landslides and debris across roads.
Stay informed, monitor weather warnings, forecasts and river levels at the Bureau of Meteorology website and warnings through the Vic Emergency website app or hotline. The next severe weather warning will be issued by 5pm today, Friday the 26th of November, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And there is a flood watch for East Gippsland and the Mitabita catchment issued at 11.52am Eastern Daylight Saving Time on Friday the 26th of November. Let's move on to our temperatures around Gippsland for this Friday the 26th of November. First of all to Phillip Island 19 degrees, windy and cloudy and real cloudy and windy and 19 degrees, one thaggy, cloudy and 20 degrees. Port West and South Gippsland, Latrobe Valley 16 degrees, showers clearing, showers easing and sailing 17 degrees, Druin showers shower or two clearing and 17 degrees, Tarragon 16 degrees, showers clearing, and Wilson's Promontory windy and cloudy and 16 degrees, rain easy and windy on Mount Borbor at and 5 degrees, shower or two clearing, 17 degrees for Lee and Gatha, Moe 17 degrees, showers clearing, Warrigal 17 degrees, shower or two clearing, and windy. For East Gippsland, Benstar 16 degrees, showers easing later, rain easing later in all Boston 16 degrees, Lake Centurion 17 degrees, shower clearing later, Malakuta 16 degrees, rain easing later, Omeo rain easing later, and 12 degrees. Now let's check your weekend temperatures and first of all to Phillip Island and as I said windy and cloudy today but let's see what a Saturday and Sunday bring for the weekend. There is Saturday the 27th of November 19 degrees partly cloudy and for Sunday 20 degrees and mostly sunny. For real on Saturday the 27th of November partly cloudy 19 degrees mostly sunny on Sunday and 21 degrees. One Thaggy on Saturday, 20 degrees and partly cloudy. Sunday, 23 degrees and mostly sunny. For the Trove Valley, Saturday, 27th of November, 18 degrees and possible shower. Partly cloudy on Sunday and 21 degrees. In Sale on Saturday, 18 degrees and possible shower. Partly cloudy on Sunday and 20 degrees. Druin on Saturday, 19 degrees and partly cloudy. And on Sunday, mostly sunny and 22 degrees. Tralgon on Saturday, 18 degrees and possible shower or two, and for Sunday, 21 degrees and partly cloudy. Wilson's Promontory, 16 degrees and partly cloudy on Saturday, and on Sunday, 17 degrees and partly cloudy. 7 degrees in uh, up on Mount Borbo, rather, and uh, shower or two, wind easing for Saturday, and for Sunday, mostly sunny and 13 degrees. Lee and Gather on Saturday, partly cloudy, 19 degrees. Mostly sunny on Sunday and 22 degrees. Maui on Saturday, 19 degrees and cloudy. Partly cloudy on Sunday and 22 degrees. Warrigal on Saturday, uh, 19 degrees and partly cloudy and 22 degrees on Sunday and mostly sunny. On Saturday in Bensdale, possible shower and 18 degrees. And on Sunday, 20 degrees and partly cloudy. For Orbost on for Orbost on Saturday, 17 degrees and possible shower or two, and on Sunday, 20 degrees and partly cloudy. Lake's entrance on Saturday can be expect cl cloudy conditions and 18 degrees, and on Sunday, partly cloudy and 19 degrees. For Malakuta on Saturday, possible shower and 17 degrees, and cloudy on Sunday and 18 degrees. Over in Omeo, and 14 degrees and, shower and showers on Saturday, and partly cloudy on Sunday and 20 degrees.
Rosedale Butchers, family owned since 1977, situated on the Princess Highway in Rosedale. On the left if you're travelling towards Sale, and on the right if you're travelling towards Trelgan. Open from 7.30am to 5.30pm Monday to Friday, and 7.30am to 12pm Saturdays. The team at the Rosedale Butchers are proud of the fact that they source their produce locally, from the highest quality meat to the most succulent fresh fish products that you are guaranteed to delight in. So whether it's a blade roast or smoked products such as bacon, strays or gabbana to the freshest of fresh fish, pop in and say hello to the friendly team in Rosedale. Or you can place a pre-order. Just phone 51992210. Also, to keep up to date with the current specials and what the team have been up to in preparing products, make sure you like them on Facebook. Rosedale Butchers, sponsors of Gibson Showcase Podcast. And with Christmas around the corner, it is time to get the uh, Christmas orders in happening. And if you're if you're after those um, hams and uh, Christmas turkeys and chicken and even tadakins, if you want to know what tadakin is, listen to the interview on this week with um, on this week's podcast on Monday the twenty second, and uh, Matt will explain what a tadakin is. And uh, look for your Christmas needs um, from the from the butcher. Phone Rosedale Butchers on five one double nine double two one zero, or just pop in and see them in your Rosedale. They're on the Princess Highway, it's thirty two Prince Street, which is pretty much the Princess Highway in Rosedale. Look for the cartoon board of the um, butcher at the front. You can't miss it. Alan Moore and the team at the Rosedale Butchers would more than happy to uh, serve you in looking after all your Christmas needs. And also a job opportunity, they are after a first or a second year apprentice uh, to join their team. Also, if you just want to pop in and see them or give them a call on 51992210. Once again, Rosedale Butchers, sponsor of Gibson Showcase Podcast. Time to check some news headlines thanks to our local newspapers around the region, or some of them anyway. And first of all, to the Trav Valley, Valley Express on Monday, the 22nd of November, and the heading is You're My Alibi in an article written by Greg McTaggart. The committal hearing into the murder of Newborough's Jared Loverson will continue in the Melbourne Magistrate Court this week. The first hearing concluded with the revelation a man charged with the murder turned up at a friend's house asking for an alibi. The court heard Jake Brown, 30, was not wearing a shirt when he visited the home of Daniel Ruddle and told him he needed to he, he needed to vouch for him. Mr Ruddle said at the time he did not link the visit in the early hours of the morning in April 2020 to the disappearance of Mr Loverson. Also from the Latrobe Valley Express on Monday the 22nd of November in an article written by Michelle Slater and the heading is Inquiry Recommends an EES. A parliamentary inquiry has recommended that an independent environmental effects statement, EES, can be conducted uh, to be conducted into the proposed used lead acid battery recycling plant in Hazelwood North. 
The inquiry into the health impacts of air pollution looked at air quality in Victoria, including examining community concerns around the proposed battery plant on Tramway Road. The inquiry dived into key pollutants in the, in the valley, including that from coal-fired power stations and the establishment of the Latrobe Valley Health Innovation Zone. From the Gippsland Times on Tuesday 23rd November 2021, and the heading is a surplus of 14.51 million in an article written by Josh Farrell. Wellington Shire Council finished the financial year with a budget surplus of 14.51 million, more than 5 million above what was estimated. This surplus was due in part to grants paid to council that will be transformed into this year's budget and COVID lockdowns reducing expenditure. The, municip- the municipality's mayor our major com- uh, capital works included Cameron Sporting Complex, Sale Tennis Club, the Mafra Streetscape, Briagalong Recreation Reserve and Pony Club. The Aqua Energy Outdoor Pool, Sale Oval, Stratford Pavilion Upgrade, Gippsland Regional Sports Complement Upgrade, Stevenson Park Upgrade and the Wedge Upgrades. Council's most notable public-facing achievement last year, last financial year was the rollout of its Middle of Everywhere campaign 2020, which aims to demonstrate the diverse landscape of the region and the amenities avail- available to residents and visitors. The information is, is contained in Wellington Shire's annual report tabled at last Tuesday's Council meeting. Also from the Gippsland Times on Tuesday 23rd November, and the heading is Emergency Broadcaster Readies for Summer. Ahead of summer, the ABC has launched an emergency broadcasting campaign focusing on connection, on connectedness and preparedness during emergencies. The launch took place at Hayfield Re- Recreation Reserve on Friday, attended by ABC Managing Director David Anderson, Gippsland um, MHR Darren Chester, CFA Assistant Chief Fire Officer, District 10, Aaron, uh, Aaron Worcester and CFA Assistant Chief Fire Officer for District 10, Aaron Worcester and ABC Regional Local Director, Judith Whelan. The public broadcaster has partnered with Australian Red Cross to develop a Stay Connected toolkit to help communities prepare for emergencies. From the Snowy River Mail on Wednesday, November 24 and taking small steps is the heading since the funding announcement of Orbos P12 school earlier this year, updates have been few and far between. However, on Wednesday, November 10, parents and carers from Orbos Secondary College, Orbos Primary School and Orbos North Primary School were able to jump on a Zoom meeting to learn about the process of developing the new school and how it will play out over the next few years. Also from the Snow River Mail on Wednesday, November 24, and the heading is Fires Damaged Environment. The, in, the indomitable domitable resurgence of undergrowth in East Gippsland Forest in, is cause for concern. Next month marks two years since the Black Summer bushfires libera, uh, liberated large areas of bushland to throughout the region. These, uh, those fires were so intense that the undergrowth that has sprung back is thicker than ever. The Howard Society, whose members are made up of foresters, scientists and experienced land and fire managers, fear the bush will be ripe for another megafire. Like the, like the, one, like the once that ravaged uh, 
region, the region in 2019-2020 once conditions dry out. From the Bensdale Advertiser, and heading is Ride for Regrowth. Ride for Regrowth, a 900km bike ride, is helping to raise funds to, to preserve and revegetate endemic, rare and endangered plant species of the Mallacoota district. Behind this initiative are friends and former Bureau of Meteorology work colleagues Robbie Kershaw, Dave Perry and Rob Morton, who departed on their intrepid journey from Melbourne to Mallacoota on November 8th. The aim of the ride for regrowth is to raise one hundred is to raise ten thousand dollars rather to help friends of the Malaku of Malakuta establish and equip a new community plant nursery with water tanks, sprinkler systems and nursery materials. Money raised will also enable the Friends Group to establish a landscape native garden in Malakuta featuring rare and endangered nat endangered native species to be a space for reflection, education and conservation, ensuring that seeds and cuttings are always available and species are protected from future large-scale landscape fires. Also from the uh, Benzale Advertiser on Wednesday, November 24, and the heading is Fenning Timber delivers delivering new freight precinct. Fenning Timbers is due, is due to open the first stage of Fenning in, Intermodal Freight, uh, Freight Terminal (FIFT) at the end of the Gippsland Rail Line. To the, at the end of the Gippsland Rail Line, the first stage of the project, partially funded by the Victorian State Government, will use land adjacent to Bensdale to their Bensdale Mill to meet a growing demand for rail freight in the region. The establishment of, establishment of the commercial light rail precinct will also provide better linkages to Melbourne and the rest of the state for East Gippsland businesses in addition to upgrades made to the Gippsland line under the Victorian Freight Plan. From the Lakes Post on Wednesday, November 24, and the heading is Town Meeting, Lakes Entrance Action and Development Association, LEADER for short, will forge ahead under a new leadership as of tomorrow evening. President Bruce Hurley last week indicated he will not re-stand for the position at tomorrow night's annual general meeting. The AGM will be held at 7pm at Albert & Co., Co., Co. with a town meeting at 7.30pm. The AGM will, re will receive the annual report and financial statements and will elect the committee for 2021-2022. Also from the Lakes Post on Wednesday, November 24, and the heading is Get Festive. A festive season to close to normally is upon us. COVID restrictions have eased and we are again living in living a somewhat normal life with that Lakes Entrance Action and Development Association Business Tourism Events Leader for short. The team has put together a Christmas calendar all kinds of wonderful. The program aims to support local businesses to create Christmas cheer, kicking off with late night shopping on Thursday, December 2nd and concluding on Sunday, December 9, with a twilight market and food van fiesta on the Lakes Entrance Foreshore Reserve. There will be a business there will be a business community Christmas window display competition with and competition with prizes. And the heading is Mine Plans Cans, in an article written on the Gippsland Times 
on Friday, November 26th. An article written by Sarah Luke. After seven years of community opposition, the planning minister has canned the controversial fingerboards mineral sands mine. Proposed for a 1675 hectare site near the Mitchell River in Glenalladale, the planning minister announced on Wednesday the proposed mine will not proceed, as it would pose unacceptable risks to the environment. However, the mine's proponent, Calbar Operations, has indicated it will not abandon the project, instead undertaking a thorough review of the minister's determination before confirming the project's next steps. From the Gippsland Times, also on November 26th, and the heading is Witnesses to Seaspray Collision Assault, a 34-year-old woman was airlifted to the Royal Melbourne Hospital following an accident on the Seaspray Road last Friday. The incident happened near Clark Court when the 34-year-old was turning into her property and then the 20-year-old male collided with the back of her car. The woman's vehicle travelled more, more than 50 metres before coming to a stop at the side of the road. The 20-year-old man was taken to the Trove Regional Hospital and a 12-year-old passenger was taken to Sale Hospital. Police are appealing for witnesses to phone Sale Police Station on 51422-4222-00. For a toy shop of delights and simple times of yesterday, come and embrace your inner child at our pastimes, 296 Raymond Street in Sale. Where you'll find toys, games and puzzles for all ages from 0 to 99. A great range of products available to take a step back from the technological era we're all getting ourselves into and enjoy the wide range of toys, games and puzzles that are hands-on and encourage quality family time. With products such as wooden toys for babies and toddlers, educational toys for school age such as science, numeracy, literacy and steam models, construction kits and blocks to build with, creative and imaginative products, jigsaws, logical puzzles and games and lots more. Plus, for the adult children, check the U-Gears range and wide range of board games and puzzles. Open from 9.30am to 4.30pm Monday to Friday and 9am to 12pm Saturday. Make sure you call in and speak to Maxine. Make sure you search and like for Our Pastimes on Facebook. Our pastimes, sponsors of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. And with Christmas uh, just over four weeks away, Maxine is open Sundays from 10 till 2, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Located there in Raymond Street in Sale. And um, yeah, if you so an extra opportunity to get your Christmas shopping done. And once again, search for our pastimes on on uh, Facebook and. Uh, also via the website or already mentioned in this in this uh, sponsorship announcement and you can contact her via the uh, via the uh, via the contact details already mentioned as uh, also and uh, yeah unfortunately it is due to health uh, health uh, directives that only fully vaccinated people can enter her store don't take it out of Maxine take it this don't take it out of Maxine, it's not her fault, she's only um, complying to state government regulations, but she can still offer click and collect, and once again if you contact her for click and collect, see something you like on the Our Pastimes website or on the Facebook page, you want to get it, she can still offer click, click and collect if you aren't fully vaccinated, 
and uh, once again, I said, don't take it out of Maxine about this requirement to be fully vaxxed. It's uh, not her fault. It's a, it's a state government um, compliance for a lot of areas now. Once again, our pastimes, sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. Just a note of congratulations. Uh, recently, the winners of the Food and Fibre Gippsland Award winner, Awards were announced and for 2021, and the winners are as follows. Winner of the Building Capability Award, Award Gurney Cider. Gippsland Agribusiness of the Year, Gurney Cider. Winner of the Small Food and Drink Manufacturing Award, a Borough Brewing Co. Winner of the Sustainability Award, Prom Coast Food Collective. Winner of the Driving Innovation Award, Flooding Creek Fungi. Winner of the Large Food and Drink Manufacturing Award, Borough Foods. Female Agribusiness Leader of the Year, Shelley Walker from South Gippsland Dairy. Young Agribusiness Leader of the Award, Matt Vaux from Rosedale Butchers. And if you heard last week's podcast, you would have heard the interview with Matt about this award, about um, his, his award as part of his Food and Fibre Gippsland Business Awards. And also, winner of the Exporting Award, Victoria Valley Meats. Winner of the Special Judges Award for Resilience, Miles Nichols from Great Alpine Flowers. And winner of the Fibre Award, Just Add Trees. So congratulations to all those 2021 award winners for Food and Fibre Gippsland. I don't know about you, but whenever I walk into an Irish bar for a meal or a drink, I enter into a nice relaxed environment to wind down. This is definitely a case of Jack Ryan's Irish Bar and Sale, with the highest quality and reasonable priced meals from Palmer's to Steaks and Pasta. Jack Ryan's is your place to be. Situated at 154 Raymond Street and Sale, next to Hill Rice Financial Services, they offer karaoke on Thursday nights and live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Jack Ryan's is open 11 a.m. till late seven days. Meal times are Monday to Wednesday, 11:30 a.m. to 2 p.m. for lunch, and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. for dinner. Thursday to Saturday, 11:30 a.m. to 9 p.m. all day lunch and dinner. On Sundays, open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. for brunch, lunch, and dinner. Takeaway is also available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. For bookings or to order takeaway, please phone 51444008. Jack Ryan's Irish Bar. Sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. And I have to say for Jack Ryan's Irish Bar, it is great to welcome back uh, the live music and the uh, karaoke that they are so well renowned for. And uh, since restrictions have eased a little, so keep up to date with what they are up to with their live music and karaoke and also their arrangements for meals and a takeaway. Search for Jack Ryan's Irish Bar on Facebook. I have to say, over the last few months, it has been one heck of a ride for uh, celebrants, marriage celebrants, and uh, funeral celebrants, all those around, <laughs> because it's been difficult with those ceremonies these last 19 months, hasn't it? Well, but it is, but it is worthwhile when one lady has, um, has come through and 
won a special award relating to her role as a marriage celebrant, I introduced you the uh, for uh, marriage celebrant of the year Gips, uh, for the Gippsland and Phillip Island area, and for the second year in a row, winner Christine Skiko. Good afternoon. How are you going? Um, good afternoon, Alan. I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, very well, very well. So you won it last year and this year. Just describe the award for me, please. Okay, well, the awards are run by an external company and basically couples who you have married in the past are able to vote for you. Yep. And, um, and it just works out, I guess, the one with the most votes wins. And fortunately for me, it was me. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and to describe that process, you don't know who's voting for you, do you? No, no, not at all. Okay. There have to be people that you've married, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, well, take me back to how it all first started your role as a marriage celebrant. Um, oh, it's an interesting story, because I actually became a marriage celebrant when my own marriage split up after a, a long time. Okay, long time. How, how, how does it work? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a bit weird, eh? Um, I wanted to um, have something to do at the weekend yep. to keep myself busy, keep myself occupied, and it's something that I've always wanted to do, so I guess having that time important is to set a goal for that? I think it's very important because, you know, there's a lot of layout celebrants. I mean, I think there's a whole myth about, oh, you know, you turn up and it's 20 minutes and you get paid all that money and rah, 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 what do you do? And there's like hundreds and hundreds of us. There's nearly 200 of us just in the Trove Valley, so, you know, that's how many celebrants there are. Only 200. Clothes shopping is good retail therapy, you should know that. the course and uh, I guess the time uh, you know I guess the time frame and everything and uh, yeah so take us through that oh, I can't think I'm quite well ago now to oh, the best I, of your knowledge just you know I did, yeah. I, did a, I did a whole weekend of practical so I went to Melbourne and did a, a two day um, conference for the online I think but um, I really enjoyed the, the, the 
the fact that I could catch up with like-minded people and we were all there at the same point, which was good. And then I probably took me about five months, maybe, to complete the actual work because I was working full-time as well, so I was only doing the study at the weekend. Um, so I did my search for insolvency, and then you have to apply to the Attorney General's office Okay, and yeah, until then you can't do anything like uh, work. Can you do anything like work experience along the way, or anything? You can't. You can't. Can you to complete the course, or what? What? How's the course? No, you're not, and you're not allowed to advertise or anything until you've completely finished and registered. You're just Okay, now, um, you said there's only about 200 of you around the Latrobe Valley area. Um, how difficult is that to get your name out there? <laughs> it, it is quite difficult, but it's also, as you, you know, as you work through, you find that, oh, well, I find that most of my books do come from word of mouth. They come from people that have either been to my weddings or their friends have been to one of my weddings. So I think as long as you keep a fairly... Um, Okay, well, the last 19 months, as I alluded to in the beginning, have been really difficult for events like this and for well, celebrants have to organise events. How has the last 19 months been for you? Oh, pretty awful. And I, I don't speak for all celebrants. I think yeah. they're all pretty much the same. We've all had a pretty rough time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had that patch earlier this year where we were open, and that was just like crazy because everybody <laughs> that had postponed or all you know, I was doing two and three weddings a weekend, every weekend for about two months. And then we went back into lockdown again. So, yeah, it's been really tough. And it's been really tough for the couples, you know, and you just feel for them. I had one couple that were getting married. They'd already postponed at once. They were getting married on the Saturday and then pulled a that lockdown on the Friday afternoon. Oh. Oh, yeah. lovely! So they got there, they got, and they probably got a bigger got wedding. Probably yeah, got a bigger wedding than what they wedding. what they planned for too. Oh no, it was a lovely small in the wedding, yeah, but it was yeah. beautiful. It was really, really lovely. So okay. know, I think they really liked it. Good. Well, anyone that wants to go into the area of marriage celebrant or any type of cel- like there are funeral celebrants, marriage celebrants, different th- uh, different roles like that when it comes to cel- being a celebrant. Um, anyone that wants to go into it, what, what would you say to them? Uh, be prepared um, to not be 
instantly, you know, off and running because it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes it takes a little while to build your to build your client base. But if you're good at what you do, people will soon recognise you and your your name will soon get out there and away you go. Yeah. Okay. And um, I've got to actually uh, say there, there was a lovely uh, wedding um, not, um, that you allude to where <laughs> a loss of a wedding ring and uh, and a bit and a, and a bit of a bit of a problem with names. But I'll get you to explain that one. <laughs> uh, we had a lovely time there. Um, um this couple were just lovely. They were a mature couple and they were getting, both of them had been married a couple of times before. So they were very relaxed. But when I got to the rotunda, I always check who's got the rings, have you got the rings? And the best man, with a flourish, pulled the rings out of his pocket and dropped the bride's wedding ring. Oh. <laughs> and, it went, and it went down the cracks in with the rotunda. <laughs> So, and how did you overcome this? <laughs> well, he actually said to me, are you going to get it? And I went, in this frock? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had to actually um, pull a part of a bit of the um, right handle off so that they could get underneath and went to my phone and they used the torch on the phone to find it. And they found it, so that <laughs> was great, yeah. <laughs> yeah and the, uh, the, the, the name problem, too. Oh, I don't know what happened there. And I think well, I just got in a flap about, I'd probably be Excellent. Just just fit in with the crowd, that's what I say. Yeah, it was cool. yeah, <laughs> now it was something fun. um something very um important I actually want to allude to. I just wanna know how important it is to you to to you, you you said in a recent article that at the end of the day if if I don't get at least two people come up to me afterwards, I haven't done my job right. Yeah. Okay, well A have there been those moments where you don't get anyone come to you? And um, how do you? How important is it to get at least two people? Oh, it's very, for me it's very important because I think feedback is important. So, you know, you can only, if you, you know, if you don't get anyone come up to you, and, and touch wood, touch wood, I've always had people tell me that my ceremonies are lovely. Um, but you can't improve if you, if you, if you know that people come up to you and say, look, oh, we love that, it was just like, you know, such and such and so and so, we love the way, you, you know, you brought them into it. That's what mm-hmm. I aim to do in my ceremony. You know, we all have different, there's a lot of celebrants, we all have different things to offer. For me, that's the importance, is that the bride and groom are so totally represented and that the day revolves around them and what they want. And it tells their particular story and their family. Mm-hmm. get a lot of joy out of that that's how I do my weddings and um, yeah it's very important to me to have people come up and say oh that was just like them oh it was great it was lovely and you know I've had people say oh have you known the couple for long and I've said mm, no I only met them you know four months ago or something and they'll say oh it's just like you knew them so well so you know that's a really important thing for me because it means that as a result of that they're going to go away and say hey that, that woman knows what she's doing you know then how do you get to know the couple without being, say, too intrusive? <laughs> well, you just chat to them. I mean, I can talk underwater with a mouthful of marble, so, you know. <laughs> yep. um, we just chat and we find things in common and I ask lots of 
questions and I uh, encourage them to ask me lots of questions and we just go from there and we sort of hopefully connect because it is the connection that makes makes you good at what you do, I think. Yeah, and um, makes up their mind as to whether you're the right person for the job. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, look, Christine uh, Skiko, thank you very much for your time in talking about this. And as I, as I said, being awarded for the second year in a row, I might add, Marriage Celebrant of the Year in Gippsland, Phillip Island. I, um, yeah, congratulations. Wish you all the best uh, for the uh, months and years to come in your role as a marriage celebrant. And thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, everyone. In the heart of sale is the butcher shop to please all your butchering requirements. Getty's Meats, located at 341 Raymond Street. Open from 6am to 6pm Monday to Friday and 6am to 1.30pm on Saturday. Michael and the team are there to please you offering a wide range of fresh meat from succulent sausages and choices chops to roasts ready to pop in the oven. You will not be disappointed by what they can delight you in when it comes to meat. You can even order ahead by phoning 5144-1980. Get his meats. Pleased to meet you with meat to please you. Sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast. And once again, Christmas around the corner as with the Rose Star Butcher. If you need to get your meat organised and perhaps you're in sale and surrounds area, Getty's Meats is your place to be for all your Christmas orders. And uh, don't forget to give them a call, 51441980. Get your Christmas orders organised or pop in the season at 341 Raymond Street in sale. It is great to be talking about events a bit more and first of all to the Strezlecki String Busters, that 14-piece string folk band, the Strezlecki String Busters, uh, are back at it again and with their concert which has been postponed, put off, what have you, just kept being postponed and is finally happening at the Stratford Courthouse Theatre on this Saturday, the November the 27th. Now the event is booked out. However, what you can do is what you can do is uh, put your name on a waiting list in case any tickets become available. Simply follow the booking link to Stratford Courthouse, one word, .com.au, and uh, yeah, if you put your name on a waiting list for a ticket, if you really want to see them, and look, they are, but I'm just annoyed I didn't get my name down in time. And uh, yeah, it's, it's this Saturday, November the 27th, at the Courthouse Theatre. You can contact the Courthouse Theatre on 0431 for, for more details. However, there are still tickets available for the Royal High Jinx on Saturday, 11th of December. High Energy Folk with an Eastern European twist. And this has been rescheduled from, uh, well, it was originally held originally to be held in July and as like a lot of things have been rescheduled it's the rescheduled Christmas in July now our pre-Christmas dinner to get ready for the festive period 2021 and it's a mega fundraising event for the Meetung Primary School to fund new computers for prep 
and one and two classes. It's Friday, this Friday, November 26, 6pm at the Meetung Bowls Club. It's a licensed bar, cash only, and includes a three-course dinner, live music, raffle, fun, pri- fun prizes and crazy games, and bring lots of change, and a good night for a good cause. It's $30 per ticket, a few still available, tickets only, uh, it's a ticket only event. So it sounds like a good, uh, good lot of fun up there. In um, it sounds like a good a bit of fun there at Meetung to raise money for computers for a couple of the uh, classes in the primary school. And for extra information, you contact Cosette on zero four zero eight one zero three eight eight zero to secure your tickets. And last check as of yesterday, nine pm. Uh, at the time of recording this, there were two tickets left. So, hopefully, you'll if you really want to go, you'll be able to secure a ticket. It's also good to welcome performances back to our theatres as well. An information evening for Bensdale Production Line Theatre's May 2022 musical production of Greece. And um, it will be held on Tuesday, November 30th from 7pm at the Lakes Room, Benzal RSL. Auditions take place on Saturday 4th and Sunday 5th December at Urban Funk Dance Studio. Prior performing experience is not essential. Anyone interested in further information about the show or to book an audition, please contact the production managers either Di Dixon on 0412 Zero two zero six one one or Elaine Cope on zero four zero eight three zero seven four one eight. And once again, it's a bring for um, auditions and information evening for Bensdale Production Lines uh, performance of Greece, and to be held in May 22, 2022 next year. That's next year, of course. And uh, yeah. As I say, great to be welcome back. All these live performances that are starting to happen again. I think uh, the wedge just had um, strictly ballroom, um, be strictly ballroom, um, perform there for a few nights. A um, a rendition of that, and I hear it was a great success. Still over in the eastern market, stall holders are needed for the Benzale Chamber and Commerce and Industry. It, Twilight Chrissy Market on December 11 in conjunction with a pop-up event in Laneway 3875 and they are after market store holders to fill the Nicholson Street Mall and give the community the local community the chance to do some Christmas shopping enjoy the lights and decorations live music and food a great way to come together after a tough year and enjoy some festive spirit and you can book a markets you can book a um in Booker Market stall below, um, and the contact details are you can you, you can to book the market. You can try www.trybooking.com forward slash bvgdw. Now, if you want to sell your items suitable to be given as presents, then the Twilight Market is for you. Stalls will be dotted along Nichols Street, uh, Nichols Street Mall and Laneway 3875 to join in the, the Laneway Christmas festivities. Stalls are unpowered approximately 3 by 3 metres in size and will be charged at $50 per site. 
They are not seeking food vendors at this stage as preference will be given to existing cafes and traders and those who have previously operated within Laneway. If this changes, they will put a call out for food vendors. Over recent years in Stratford, two locals saw a need for a gym slash physical fitness centre in the area and so saw the birth of HC Fitness located 21 Princess Highway, Stratford in the industrial area as you head out towards Benzale. With affordable rates for membership and personal training, Heath and Carly are ready to welcome and assist you in whatever your fitness goals are. Search and like for HC Fitness on Facebook also find 0400-313-506 for further inquiries. I'm Alan Gray, that's all I have time for on today's edition of Gibsonian Showcase Podcast for Friday the 26th of November 2021. Don't forget you can hear this weekly podcast all over again along with previous days. Make sure you search for and like the Gippsland Showcase podcast page on Facebook. Each week's podcast is also available on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Google. Perhaps your friends or family outside the Gippsland area or know of any former Gippsland residents who are no longer in the area. They may like to keep up to date with what is going on throughout Gippsland regarding news, events, places of interest and peoples of interest. Make sure you let them know how they can access this daily pod, this weekly podcast rather. If you need to get in touch with me for anything, you can by sending a message to the Gippsland Showcase Podcast Facebook page at, or email at Gippsland Showcase Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. It's Gippsland Showcase Podcast at gmail.com. You can also email me to subscribe free of charge to this podcast as well. And also, once again, thank you to the wonderful sponsors I have sponsoring this podcast. Don't forget, if you own a business or know of someone who owns a business that would like to consider becoming a sponsor of Gippsland Showcase Podcast and receive a bit of extra promotion for your business, you can get in touch with me via the email, Gippsland Showcase Podcast, or one word, at gmail.com. It's Gippsland Showcase Podcast, or one word, at gmail.com. Or call me on 0412-129146. Once again, thank you for listening this week. I look forward to rejoining you next week.